Welcome to Beef Those Movies, and we're back once again. Uh, part two of the Two Black Geeks podcast. I could have had them both on the, at the same time, but I decided to get them separately. You know, just corner them and stuff like that. So, uh, welcome to the podcast, Corey of Two Black Geeks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming. You're very welcome. Okay, so um, we watched something. Yes. So, so me and you could... Yes, we watched something. We watched... That's how... And, we, and like, historically-wise, like, I'm sure Mike has told you that... I have like a huge, huge like brain directory yeah. of movies. Yeah. So there's 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 no way that you can stop me on a movie yeah. for me watching. I've seen it at least once. Yes. And I have seen the movie once and you know, this yeah. was enough at that time. This is why I think you're perfect for as a guest because I'm the same. I have this huge knowledge for of secure and silly movies and stuff like that. So Think you're gonna be perfect for this episode and so considering me and you are big uh comic book fans mm-hmm. um mainly marvel but yeah. i also like dc i'm more of like a open book when oh, it comes man, to i would love to have a discussion about yeah. marvel versus dc i have like some strong points yeah yeah <laughs> that's I, why me and mike click so good yeah yeah uh i'm more open i i, I can enjoy aspects from one aspects mm-hmm. from the other this what we're going to talk about is a bad aspect of Marvel. It's the yeah. beginning of the Marvel venture into films. I would say it's it's more like Marvel dipping their toe in the water. Yeah. Found out it was a little too cold and took it out for a couple of years. Oh, they took, they took the toe out, realized they had frostbite. Yeah. And like, we're never doing that again. <laughs> so uh, we watched 1990s Captain America starring Red Brown. Yeah. That's the name of the guy. He's... Uh, He's mainly known as one of those really, like, Z-list action movie stars. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> you need a good-looking blonde guy. He is the guy to go for. Yeah. Um, so, what is your history with Captain America 1990? Uh, history with it is I watched it back in the mid-90s. I remember going to the other side of my of my block in Petersfield. Yeah. And going to Hermanson's video store, grabbing the VHS copy of it and renting it for the night with me and my brothers okay and uh when watching it because when you're younger your mm-hmm. perception of movies is very different mm-hmm. uh when you watched it as a kid how do you remember it uh i can guarantee you that when i watched it as a kid i liked it yeah. i enjoyed it i had I, no problem with it i specifically remember enjoying batman and robin mm-hmm as a kid, I watched it in the theater as a mm-hmm. kid. I think that was 96. Yeah. So I was uh, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. I was dumb. I've rewatched it re- like for the podcast mm-hmm. and I hated everything. And that's the, that's the mistake that, that I've made. And I realized like with exception of this podcast, yeah. like I rewatched Masters of the Universe oh. well into my adulthood. And I thought as a child, Masters of the Universe was the greatest movie ever with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Nope. No, no, especially when there are all actors that you know of, like Courtney Cox, yeah, her first role, Robert Duncan McNeil from Voyager, his first role. Then you're like, yeah, it's ruined. Exactly. It it also had the uh, the principal from Back to the Future yes. as well. Yes, and Franklin Jella. Yes, you just wanted that paycheck. Oh, of course, he, of course, he did. He did a good job. Yeah, he was like the. 
I when I remember Master of the Universe, I was in uh, the hospital for surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was deaf as a kid. Everyone thought I was just being an asshole and not listening to people. Mm-hmm. But I actually had like a, a growth inside my ear that they had to like remove and put oh, wow. like tubes in. And that's why I always remember Master of the Universe. So I hate to go back because I'll probably like my ears will start ringing or I'll go deaf or something. Yeah. Just no. in terror. <clears throat> but um, yeah. So, Cap- so Captain America, we watched it. And funny enough, going into that, it's a Yugoslavic movie. Yeah, it yeah. was filmed... Yeah, in Yugoslavia, and in the summertime, so it was like extra, yeah. extra warm for that nice rubber suit. Oh Jesus! Anyway, so we're gonna take a break, and then we will deep dive into the trash pile that is Captain America. Burning, burning trash pile. Burning, burning. And we're back. So I wanted to make mention that this is not the red brown Captain America. Uh, this is actually Matt Salinger, I believe. So, just wanted to preference that before we uh, fully begin. Uh, I just showed Corey a picture of Red Brown as Captain America, and he he couldn't even look at it for more Whoa. than this. Yeah, if you think the costume in this movie is bad, yeah, that's the this one. So uh, yeah, so we watched Captain America, directed by Albert Foon, P Y U N. He's the other thing that he's directed is uh, the John claude Van Damme joint cyborg, <laughs> which when I told you, you went, that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible because like, like granted, John claude Van Damme is a great martial artist and yes. actor, but even as a kid, cyborg was not that good. No, no. Although he's, a, he can be a good actor as well. Have you ever seen JCVD? I watched a couple of episodes so far. No, no, no. This is a, a movie. A movie? Yes. It's a movie where he plays himself and he's in Bulgaria mm-hmm. and he gets caught up in a post office robbery. And pe- and the, the robbers make it believe that it's him. So it's it, it's not an action movie. It's a straight drama. Ooh. And so you're expecting him to beat the shit out of everyone. But mm-hmm. he's like all whimpering and crying. Oh, and he's I'm really... add that to the list. He's really good. So... Back to this crap. Uh, screenplay by Stephen Token. Uh, story by Stephen Token and Lawrence Block. Uh, blah, blah, blah. No one cares about this part. Uh, release date in the UK. It came out in December the 14th, 1990. And it didn't come out in the United States until July 22nd, 1992. It has theatrical release? Uh, it was just a release date. Yeah, so release for it, like VHS. VHS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Running time was 97 minutes. Country of origin is Yugoslavia and the United States. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the budget for this movie, are you ready for this one? Yeah. 10 million. 10 million? 10 million. Where? Especially like 90s 10 million. That should go a longer way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the box office, ten grand. It made at the box office. That 10 was grand. all it made. <laughs> ten grand. So let's let's begin, shall we? Sure. So this movie opens with Italians attack, attacking over Italians. So in this movie, the Red Skull and the main villains aren't actually Nazis. No, they're, they're Italians. Aff- they're affiliated with Nazis, <clears throat> yeah. but they're Italians. I, when watching this movie, I was like, oh, they can't use Nazis because it's, you know, kind of taboo at the, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's still a bit sore. So they kind of like just blocked out the, the Nazis. But no, no, there's Nazis. But for some reason, I am wondering if it's the guy playing the Red Skull going, I can't do a German accent. And I, just let me do an Italian accent. Hugo e- even didn't do a great German accent. Even mm. though, towards the end of this movie, he sounded pretty German yeah, to yeah, me. That's, yeah. that's the scary thing. Yeah. Why change him Italian? That's just one of the like goofs in this movie. Yeah. Where he like switches from like... German to American to Italian. Oh yeah, it just uh, yeah. Uh, whoever he's, he's talking to, his yeah. accent changes. Yeah. So from there, I want to talk about this. Is going to be a very short segment. The good points of this movie. It's very short. I know. the The one good point for me is the the Red Skull. The motherfucker chews the scenery in this movie. He just really goes for it. I, I've written my notes the entire time that he's just constantly having fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the initial Red School makeup actually looks pretty intimidating for a 90s movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get the full school, but I actually appreciated it. Um, when you just see him doing his stuff, when he's like, first find Captain America, I enjoyed him just taunting him, going, you should have taught me English. Mm-hmm. I'm going to America. You should teach me English. Mm-hmm. Just being a complete prick. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it with this movie. The, the rest of this movie is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Anything? Uh, good points. It was 97 minutes. <laughs> and not what a typical Marvel movie is nowadays. Not a two hour, oh, if it was three hours. Like, it did feel like it was three hours. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it was like an, 97 minutes mm-hmm. with the fact that the pacing was so off. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the middle of this movie, there's a song which is explaining his thoughts at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this are they playing the full song? Did they repeat it? <laughs> Because this is taking forever. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still on the train? Yeah. The, the other thing I liked about it was that, you know, even though it was a movie in the 1990s, it still followed the same movie formula as every other 90s action movie. Oh, yeah. And that's what I liked about it. Yeah. It, it, it did. And there's a lot of stuff. The, the other thing I do enjoy is um, the callbacks. Mm-hmm. The the they mentioned Namor the Submariner. Yeah. They mentioned the uh Android Human Torch. Yep. Stuff like that. Uh I'm surprised it didn't have like a So let's talk about the main man himself, uh Captain America. Mm-hmm. So when you first see Captain America, you see him with a limp because he has polio. Yep. And every time you see him like pre serum, he's got the baggiest clothes on. Yeah. And they always film him far away. Yeah. So it makes him look skinnier. Yeah. And it's... Comp- comparing it to First Avengers, it doesn't look as great. Well, he still was... Even with the polio and, yeah. and having defects, he still ha- he's still, like, popular. Yeah. He's still a popular guy. He, he had, like, at the time of the 90s, the prettiest girls. So. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, the time of the 40s where the movie's set. Yeah. He, he had, like, a hot hot woman yeah and like you can still see like his razor jaw and everything like that he, he was like look strong yep. so when eventually he basically joins this, the military and he's picked up like 600 soldiers mm-hmm. and then we get that very 90s transformation yeah. sequence where somebody 
at the light just flickering it on and off again yeah and then things explode <clears throat> yeah and we even get the first mention of Captain America here they tell him oh he's not going to be Superman which surprises me yeah because Cause they, they brought in like they're talking about DC yeah but I think during the 90s it was like a, a fair game especially because I think that was around the the crossovers were happening mm-hmm. like the Marvel versus DC stuff oh yeah the uh, Angaham Angaham Anagram. yeah it's a good series yeah I, I've never read it but I've like I've checked out all the characters yeah. involved yeah so and they did have a Superman Captain America hybrid yeah yes so when you, when you do mm-hmm. see him they mention how different he looks I'm mm-hmm. like how yeah he still looks the same yeah he's still wearing a shirt and everything he still looks the same and then in my opinion the funniest part of this movie is when that random dude walks up to the doctor and goes oh good work and just sick house the fuck out of him shoots yeah, him in the gut yeah, yeah. hi Hitler what, just, what happened like whoa <laughs> that just escalated yeah yeah just but how about the how about the setup to that scene though? It's like two two government agents going to the restaurant, yes. saying a secret password, getting the okay, going into the coat room, yeah. opening up the secret entrance. Pure nineties. Can you imagine standing that up? A couple of guys go walk in, ask you about the coat room, and you go just go for yourself. Yeah. And then eventually you just gotta forget and just keep getting people to go into the coat room. Yeah. Just <sighs> But uh, yeah, that whole setup and like we've got I thought initially that the Italian... Is it the Italian scientist? Yes. Who they mispronounce as Dr. Vaseline. Yeah. But then change... You know, so I always call her Dr. Vaseline. I was confused. I thought she was the Red School's mother. Mm-hmm. The way it was reacting. Yeah, yeah. But apparently his she, parents... Yeah. They're parents, like they have no relationship whatsoever. No, no, no. And then she dies. And apparently she was the one trusted person mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. for all of this. Mm-hmm. And... They shouldn't have trusted her with a costume in. Yeah. Like, the only thing right in this was the shield. Everything else doesn't look good. Well, the, like, the whole costume was rubber. And if you notice, the actual, like, costume of Captain America, he had fake ears. Yes. He had fake rubber ears. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Like, it's... Here's the thing. It's comic book accurate. Yes. As evidence at the end the, when the he costumes, poses. Yes. But the, the thing... The character actually no because no. in the actual movie he he didn't have a super soldier he wasn't a super soldier no he was an enhanced super athletic and super speed and the suit that he had was fireproof yeah but eventually though he did, they did morph it into him becoming a super soldier yeah I think that was around the nineties yeah so like in the original run he was he just had like enhanced abilities yeah but as the uh, comics went on they were like. He's got to compete with, like, some heavy yeah. hitters, so we yeah. made him super. And so... And that was one of the good things that they stuck with him for yeah. this movie was that, yeah, he, he does have enhanced, like, yeah. athletic abilities. Yes. And it shows, like... Oh, yeah, like, when he does, like, the front flip and he yeah. can, like, uh, toss the shield like new yeah. ones. Business. He was running, but he wasn't running, like, super fast like he was doing in uh, in Civil War when he was yeah, oh, yeah. running against uh, Falcon. Oh, yeah. In the racetrack. Yeah. Well, by the by that time, he was fully, uh, like, a proper super yeah. soldier. So, I appreciate that. 
Um, Those blue eyes, though. Oh, Jesus, man. Piercing blue eyes. Piercing blue eyes, big jaw. Yeah, those those contacts enhance those blue eyes. God. And then sometimes, yeah. they just put it, he'd just be his regular blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, with the costume, it's accurate to the comics. Yes. But the problem is, the comics don't translate well sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some costumes do, but in this case, it doesn't translate well, because you've got like, the flared up pants you got yeah. the flared up gloves and it doesn't work in the context yeah. of it especially with the fake ears and like the wings and everything yeah. it doesn't work in the context whereas i could only imagine like being on set with him and him actually running oh. in that rubber suit <laughs> a, i think there's a reason why they didn't make him have the costume on for most of the movie mm-hmm. it's probably because he refused yeah yeah, well, that was it. Was it would have been super hot? And it was the middle of summer. Yeah. Um, for that costume, I think I read that. Like, there were a couple of scenes where he almost like had heat exhaustion because of wearing that costume. Yeah. So then we get to um, the first mission for Captain America, which is to infantry, apparently infiltrate a Nazi Italian base and stop a rocket. Yes. And so the guy talking to him, the, the Sergeant Lewis, mm-hmm. I was like, is that Howard Stark? He kind of looks like Howard Stark yeah, from yeah. the original. I'm like, but apparently it's just some guy called Sergeant Lewis. Yeah. I was surprised they didn't call him Bucky or something just to kind yeah. of get it close to the comics but kind of flip it up a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, so he runs in and it, this whole thing is goofy. Just the the rocket in the background. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the way he throws his shield. Yeah, the monologuing. Yeah. The monologuing. Yeah. But the way he throws his shield. Yeah. It's you see him throw it, and then you see the after effect. Yeah, and that's it. You yeah. never see it fully grow. Like, no. like, where did the ten million dollars go? Because it wasn't on the visual effects. It I wasn't think it went to the actors <laughs> or uh, up some of the producers' noses or something. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they didn't do much uh, with what they had. Yeah, and then, um, like, let's talk about this scene. There was a in that particular scene. There was a there was a pivotal thing that happened in that in that scene that is still carried on in, in the most recent Marvel movies. Yes. Which is somebody losing a hand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. When that happened to Red Skull, his screams, I'm like, yes. I love a good villain scream. Yeah. I love it when a villain just screams his ass off because he's in pain. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's perfect for a villain. Just It's perfect, but then just the whole, like, the scene of doing it was just like yeah mm. and, like, and going back to the mm. Batman 1960s uh, show they strap him to a rocket and he shit talks in the entire way with a pl- tells him the entire plan yeah something straight out of that whole series yeah. and Let then me tell you my master plan is going straight for your white house yeah and so uh, he chops his hand off and they retreat and then but Captain America is still on a rocket yep. the entire time the, the effects everything is goofy yeah and then we're introduced to a child <laughs> who, and so he's like I want to go to the White House so he decides to sneak off and take pictures and out of nowhere Captain America rocket shows up oh yeah the, this this movie has no concept of of travel time <laughs> no, no no and it's not just the scene it's every other scene in there, this movie there's something coming that up will, that will bring up the, the traveling of one place to another apparently does not take long oh no at all yeah uh, it's worse than the uh, last the previous season of Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> so um, as the rocket's heading towards the White House mm-hmm. 
a kid managed to get a perfect face picture yep. of Captain America. Which is next to impossible. Which, which is next to impossible. Yeah. And then Captain America saves the day by kicking the the, the uh, wing of the plane. Yep. And it pops up and misses everything completely. Yep. Just and ends up in flat. Alaska. Yep. And then so... Where I know where Washington is. Yeah. And Alaska is over there. And then traveling from overseas to Washington. Yeah. Next to impossible. I don't even think the current, current you know, regime, regimes in power have missiles that can do that yet. It's German science. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how they just hand wave it. German science. Don't worry about it. So then we go through the age. I actually like this scene where they go through the ages and you see the kid develop into yeah. pretty much a hero. Yeah. Like he always go to the war. Typical American yeah. hero. Calm down hero. That's one thing I really enjoyed is is one little chance encounter with Captain America propels this kid into becoming something great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's kind of what Captain America represents in a way. Like I, when I hear people talk about Captain America, he's all about bringing up the other people it's not just yeah about bring him up you know yeah reaching your goals yeah, yeah. and you know it's it's, it's a fantastic it's one of the things they do right mm-hmm. and so we get a montage of decades and then even in the the 90s they talk about climate change and yeah. it's still not changed yeah and the fact that they talk about 90s shows us how backwards everything is and like we even get like a good speech about how we got to take this bad medicine to to get healthy again and yeah. stuff like that so we then are introduced to the Council of Scum, as I refer to them. Yeah. Basically, it's a bunch of politicians, a bunch of stereotypes. Yeah. You even have an English stereotype. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't have a, a monocle what on his the, eye. The, the president's secretary of defense. Yes, of, of who, course. Who managed to just talk to the president, you know, two seconds before he was meeting with them. And then he ended up in room. Yeah. Like, just... Yeah, Boom. just right when the when you know oh. German science they, yeah, have, they yeah. have teleport yeah and so we then reintroduced to the Red Skull mm-hmm. but he's not the Red Skull anymore nope. the Red Skull has been written out of this movie yeah he's scarred up face man now yeah because it's he is the Red Skull it's just clearly the actor fucking hated the makeup yeah and like I am not wearing that yeah I'm not wearing that at it, my my skin's red. Yeah. We're not doing the same one. You, you expect me to be outside there getting burnt, dealing yeah. with that shit? You can get the fuck out of here. Yep. And so they decide to change it up by basically having his normal face and just putting like deep scars in his yeah. head. Prosthetics, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so then Captain America, as is the tradition, and this makes me laugh, he breaks out of the ice. It's been, what, 40 years? 50 years? He broke out of that ice pretty easy. Pretty easy. He just walks. He just walks out. He just walks to the forest. Yep. Which is pretty far, considering. And no, like, issues, no recovery, no, yep. like, coma or anything. He just walks. Yep. And so... Then from there, we get the president who looks at it and is like, oh, that's him. Mm-hmm. That's my dude. Yeah, that's the guy. Oh, you forgot to mention that he had a shield with him. Yes. Oh, yeah. The shield the entire time. Yeah, yeah. When the shield was stuck in the floor at the at the rocket station, it magically came back to him. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> that that could have been a great subplot. That H- was him going back for his shield. Yeah. And then going to fight the the uh, Red Skull. Yeah. That that would have been perfect. It could have been the Red Skull 
leaving the shield out in the open so that you can put him in a trap and finish him off. <laughs> and then, but no, they just kept it with him. No, that uh, that shield had magic powers. Compared, compared to like the other subplots where I don't care. Because <laughs> most of these subplots, I don't care. Like the the thing with Peggy, the name's not Peg, Peggy, no. but it's yeah. Peggy. And Sharon, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care at all. Sharon was just a waste of like space. <laughs> oh, it, she she was the worst. But like going back to the shield, that shield had magic powers. Oh, it did because it would disappear. Yeah, and magically reappear again. Oh yeah, of course. And I was just it, like, it, it disconnected me from the movie. Yeah, yeah. More. Like hey, we can believe there's a, a super soldier. We can <laughs> believe a dude has like a a skull for a face. But when she shield is there and it comes back in under ice yeah nope yeah it's not in for yeah. one scene reappears in the scene reappears in the back of your car oh yeah reappears in your in your bag come on yeah <sighs> yeah uh, I, I started just I was really disconnecting and when, when I watched also it when you time. see the the suit all messy yeah and like all dirty it looks even worse it's looking worse the worst part is is that like the there was a there was a shot a bullet uh, cut yeah. on his right shoulder. Yeah, appears on the left shoulder. Oh, of course, back and forth. I was just like, "What is going on?" Italian science. That's yeah. what it is. So apparently, the Red Skull has the hand in the death of Martin Luther King, John Kennedy, yep. and major figures since the forties. Yep, and yet they've not tried to stop him. But I guess since he's got his hands everywhere, he's managed to elude capture. Well, apparently, it costs too much to do these assassinations as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! This, this, they, they're trying to be too smart and like connect yeah. real life stuff, but it doesn't work. Yeah. What else? So then we're introduced to the reporter, and he's like a friend of the president. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty is the um is the best friend of the president. Yeah. Who is uh who grew up to be. It was the boy who took the picture, and he grew up to be the president. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about glow up. Yeah. That's pretty good. And then his best friend's a reporter, so... The best reporter. The best reporter yeah. and the president, yeah. so... Apparently, he's so good that he has, like, international knowledge of stuff happening all around the world. Oh, yeah. He investigates international issues. That's why the president sent him, because yeah. he's a know-it-all. Exactly. So, we then get a... A portion of Captain America's other superpower, as he's explaining to him what's going on and that what the current year is, Captain America's freaking out. Yeah, going, no, this ain't real. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. Yeah. So we're introduced to his secondary superpower, which is the power of faking being sick and then stealing your car. Yeah, stealing your car. He basically goes, "I'm gonna be sick," and then as he goes. He just bolts it. And, just... and here's the thing. I don't think Captain America learned how to drive in the 1940s. No. He, he, didn't, was, he wasn't driving any vehicles. Yeah. It would have been funny. But, and he has polio, yeah. so he can't drive. Po- yeah. It would have been funny if he tries it and then just lands in the ditch. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know how to, I don't know how to yeah, drive. He drove it perfectly. Yeah. Because remember, in the beginning, when he was going on his mission to, uh, to the, the, the rocket base... He said he had no training whatsoever when he was given his first assignment. Yeah. Like, literally, like, a day after, you're doing this. Yeah. So, he doesn't know how to drive. He doesn't know how to fight. Yeah. He doesn't know... That's the thing that yeah. really disappointed me was, on his first mission, you take him off. Yeah. You, you, you put him on ice. You don't give him this reputation. You don't build him up. Yeah. One mission, which he fails. Yeah. And then that's it. 
And it's a shame because it would have been nice for them to do like, like in First Avenger, a montage of his victories. Yeah. But no, it was like, yeah. uh, like no experience. Like in in all reality, you should have been dead, Captain America. Oh yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. Like you've never dealt with Alaskan cold, and you should die of hypothermia. Yeah, exactly. Remember, he only has. He's not. He's not a super soldier. He has yeah. super athletic strength yeah. and speed. Yeah. That's it. Well, it's, I guess his athletic speed made him run so fast that he stayed warm. I guess <laughs> that's that's my plot hole. <laughs> Right, right out, right there. Um, so then, he manages to. We get this. That I mentioned it earlier. That really weird montage where it talks about his feelings yeah. as it's happening. The car breaks down. Yeah, he finds a duster somewhere. I don't know where he found that duster. Yeah, that duster jacket, and then he ends up on a train. Yep, and then he, and then he finds where his girlfriend is yeah because apparently she, she hasn't moved yeah she's lived in the same house he went to a beach yeah and he's like he is shocked by somebody wearing a bikini yeah yeah <sighs> and like he's running outside and people are aren't even like paying attention to him it's a dude in a like a, a, a bright trench coat a, a trench coat and a bright blue costume yeah. and did he have his did he have his shield with him no exactly the magical <laughs> shield had Hasn't reappeared yet. They might, they might have confused it with Molly and Yeah. From four, that you can just call it at yeah. will. It, it's so like the inconsistencies really ruin it. Like a budget ten thousand dollars, I would like to know how much these actors got paid. Yeah. So they meet is uh, he meets his girlfriend, mm-hmm. who is not named Peggy, is Bernice. Yes. And he also meets the daughter who's pretty much the same actress yeah who was named Sharon which is what they get right and then apparently some dude is that, is that Lewis the Sergeant Lewis or is it somebody else uh, somebody else I think I, I always thought it was like Sergeant Lewis I always thought it was the same dude yeah because it would have made sense yeah for sure but I guess not and then so apparently Red Skull also has a door and he just shits on her the entire time and they don't even explain it yeah like I have a daughter is she adopted Who's the mother? What's going on? Yeah. And was she German? She's Italian. Okay. She and doesn't yeah. sound Italian. Here's the thing. She's an Italian actress. Okay. I wonder if they made uh, the Red Skull Italian but just because they got this actress. Jesus. Yeah. That's like the stupidest excuse. Yeah. But it makes sense. Yeah. Well, she was terrible in that movie. Oh, she actress. was. Like, even the action scene she was in when she's chasing after him yeah. at the start. I'm like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Stop. There, there are some questionable scenes like if that involve her and Sharon. Remember when they were in in Rome and she on purposely bumps into Sharon? Yeah. Sits down, then gets ready to kill her. Why? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why? Oh, I fuck. I was just like, why would you let her know that you're here? Why are you going to kill her now? Yeah. Ugh. And like, she doesn't fuck around either. Yeah. She storms in. Yeah. She kills Peggy. Yep. Uh, she kills um, reporter dude. Yep, I'm sh- on the back. Yeah, yeah, and then but the reporter dude still had the chance to to, to hand off the thing and hand off the information yeah. and everything. Oh, classic nineties. Yeah, and so no pain either. No, just uh, there you go. Yeah, and then we also get um, so apparently the stepdad's still alive. Yep, I don't know why. I would have killed him. I, I, <laughs> he brought nothing to that movie either. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Who cares? It's just, it's the yeah. dad. 
And then, so Sharon decides to go with Captain America. Yeah. And um, they go back to the diner. And the thing that really got me is that she didn't believe him the entire time. Until yeah. they got to the diner. Because when he, when he storms into the woman's bathroom, she's freaking out. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is the ladies' room. Get out. Get yeah. out. She's like, can you yeah. stop? And he's like punching holes in the wall. Yeah. Which, if that was me... I would have called the police. I would have called the police. Hey, I'm going to call the police. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. But then you discover a secret lab. Yeah. Found a secret lab. We yeah. go downstairs. Yeah. Conveniently. So I don't know you even know how they found them. I don't know. So they find them as well. And this is the best part of the movie that I was just like mind blown at is that Steve Rogers and, and Sharon hide under steps and they go right past them. Oh, yeah. Right past them. Exactly. And they go just quickly up the stairs again. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then movie we, science and then we get like in my opinion one of the worst fight scenes with uh, with Ka- uh, Steve Rogers and the Asian dude yeah not because it's like a bad choreographed fight it is so dark yep it was pretty dark I, I can't yeah. see anything yeah and when your fight scenes are so dark you can't see anything I swear most of these shots are hiding the main captain like Steve Rogers physique yeah I swear he wasn't in shape for half of this no movie. no like that was probably a reshoot right there. Yeah. And the eyes are, oh shit, you can see it's a gut. Turn it down. Yeah. Like, not that it's a problem, but when you meant to have him as like the peak, like super soldier. Yeah. You know, do some sit-ups. Yeah, exactly. And but so, he didn't have any shirtless scenes. And here's the movie. thing. You bring in a stereotypical Asian fighter mm-hmm. and you don't show off some fancy shit and you're, yeah. fr- you're throwing down a duck. Yep. A duck shoot. A duck that... We don't know where it goes. Dead. That's. Uh, oh man! And that that laboratory when they went back to it, left exactly the same. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in in the Not, logic world, the government would have cleared the fuck out of it, cleared it out, yeah. made it empty, bulldozed the entire place down. But no, it was still standing the same. The, the, all they did was just throw up some drywall. Yeah. In in the locker room. Yeah, nobody will find this. And put a female yeah. washroom in there because nobody goes into the ladies. Yeah. And then. This is where it gets hazy for me because I couldn't give a fuck. Uh, they go to Rome. And this is where I... They go to Rome. I'm instantly. Like, instantly. Like, in, I, like I, here's, the, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. How did Steve get to Rome? He doesn't have a passport. Like, I, I know it's like pre-9-11. Yeah. But I'm sure there was some security where he can't... There was some security. Like, you need a passport either, either way. Steve yeah. Rogers, you do not have a passport on you. <laughs> Yeah, or you might have a passport, but it's been expired long ago. Yeah, like you did not get in a little boat because it would take longer for yeah. you to get there too. So then they get there and then they start to look for some film about how his, how, how they found out that his par- the Red Skull's parents died. Yeah. I can't remember, nor do I care. <laughs> but it's so out of left field. It was, they went to, they found the childhood home. Yeah. And then conveniently the owner of the childhood home had the tape recorder still. Yeah. And magically, they found somebody that was able to restore it to perfection. That's and a, play the recording. That sounds like plot convenience to me. Yeah. And so, they decide to storm, and they had the big idea to have Sharon be captured. <laughs> and she's useless anyways. But before that, they had the car chase. Oh, yeah. The... The, the, the lackluster... The, that's why it's easy. The, the, the 30 kilometers per hour car chase. <sighs> 
where he b- backflips over the top. Yeah. Of then takes the vehicle back. Oh man. Yeah. She gets in the vehicle, drives off. Oh, and even during that time, there was a. Uh, they had the uh, they had like the alleyway scene where it's like oh there's a cart full of fruit right there uh, well there are two kids we better go save them before yeah. the car hits them that's going thirty kilometers an hour it is it was literally a school zone most of the okay. action scenes in this are yeah. bad they're poorly shot they're not inventive or any way mm-hmm. they don't use their budget well yeah and it's a shame they didn't use their ten million budget no. well at all I think the ten million went to the castle at the end. Oh, probably. Because they actually rented a castle. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, towards the end, we get... So the, the stage is set. Sharon's captured. The president's been captured. Oh, yeah, by the way, he's been captured. Yeah. And that's why they go to um, Rome. Yeah. Uh, not, that, not that I care. Yeah. But, nor should you. Like, this movie... And it, the president had a, had a transceiver in his tooth. Yes. That they magically found. Oh, yeah. And, and told him it, sh- it should have been Japanese. Cause yeah. Because it would be harder to look for. Yeah. Um, Captain America dons the suit. His shield is now magically appears. Yeah, how do you get that through customs? Don't know. What is this? It's a shield. Yeah, that counts as a weapon. Yeah, I think even in the nineties you can't bring. No, that. you could bring. Yeah, that that's not something you bring on yeah. as a carry on. You know, you probably put it. You put it in the postal service. Yeah. How long would that take? Oh, it take longer than it took them to get there. Yeah. This movie makes no sense. No, it doesn't. And so... Movie magic. Yeah. But then, in my opinion, the second best character in this movie is the president. Yes. He busts out. He busts out with using some kind of, like, acid or yes. something to get out of that Where did jail? that come from? He he was... Because they were getting ready to put him into... To do the, yeah. the mind wipe thing or mind control thing. Yeah. And then he just grabs the bottle from the from the table. And he didn't notice. Box, yeah, and he just like puts it on the. the and he didn't and notice just, a compound of acid mist. Yeah, nope, not at all. Oh man! So he busts out and yeah. he just starts beating people. Yeah, and then he basically is caught on the roof. And he's like, "Well, that's me." Decides to jump off the yeah, side. Yeah, not, to commit suicide. not knowing that Captain America is down there. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know. I had a good run. I'm a hero. I'm president. I'm out. I'm and so, but then Captain America saves him. Yeah. And then, out, like, it, this is a major crisis. He's going to blow up everything. Yeah. But before that, before we talk about that that monologue of an ending, yeah. he tells Captain America, hey, yeah. Sharon's been ca- captured. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck do you know her name? Exactly. How the fuck do you know your, her name, Mr. President? I was all... Oh, yeah. And I, I, I did really good for not swearing in this podcast. No worries, no but worries. this is my moment to swear. You're allowed to swear. How the fuck do you know her name? That was the worst part of it. <laughs> and it's the thing. They had this huge conversation. It was like, hey, I know you. Uh, how do I know... Yeah, you know, he's like, how do you know me? I'm like, I'm the, I'm the kid... That was uh, watching you on the rocket. Yeah. How does he remember? Yeah. Him. And he remembers him really well. Again, super athletic. Yeah. Super athletic speed. Yeah. That's what... You don't have super sight. Yeah. He doesn't have a photo... Like, he had other shit to deal with without noticing some kid. Mm -hmm. Like, he knew a kid was there, but he didn't know the kid's face. Mm -hmm. And then he shows him a picture and went, how the fuck do you take that? Yeah. He even busts out a G Wiz, which was like the yeah. most, the most shot. I'm like, bless you. 
Yeah. Bless you. <laughs> the language. Yeah, how dare you. And they're having this conversation like, oh, your reporter friend's dead. Yeah. They just have it. It's like, yeah. your reporter friend that probably has like the most highest confidential yeah. like clearance with the president and he's dead. It's yeah. Like, isn't, oh. that, isn't that a conflict of interest? Ha- yeah. Having a reporter be best friends with the president? Yeah. Like, you know, that, that would be like pro- under like propaganda and stuff like that. Yeah. You, so that's that's kind of funny in, in itself. Yeah. That's probably where the articles come from making him like out to be this hero. Yeah. yeah. It's probably written it's by all propaganda. Him. It yeah. never really happened. He, he's, an, he's an asshole. He's yeah. actually worse than Red Skull. Yeah. But because he has his best friend as a reporter, yeah. we're finding the real Vin right here. Yeah. That would have been Captain if, America if that, too. If that had Captain America, it turns out the president's even worse. Yeah. That'd actually be a, that'd actually be a yeah. good. That would make the Winter Soldier look like shit. With, exactly. the, with the whole Hydra thing. We're going to film this movie. We're going to film it. Yeah. Uh, see if they're still alive, I guess. Yeah. Speaking of still alive, this movie's still alive and yes. still going. Oh, man. Um, <sighs> I'm trying to t- take it off the top of my head because I, I, I actually didn't write any notes down. I was like, I had my head in my hands watching this movie going, can you stop? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they get the edit. Oh, they get to the roof. Yes, the roof. And the funniest thing is... Uh, the Red School's daughter shoots Captain America. Yep. And then Cheryl's like, no! And then jumps on it after the fact. Yeah. Even though she sees a point in a gun, she just shit. Yeah. Until it comes time. Yep. I'm like, what are, what are you doing? I'm wait, waiting for my scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, after the fact, I got shot. Yeah. And um, even before that, when the president saves the Captain America's life, he goes, Way to go, Mr. President. Oh, yeah. That, oh, um, the president. The president gets shot in the right shoulder? Yeah. And, and he's just, still able to fight? Yeah. This, this president. No problems this whatsoever. President is, I want to know the adrenaline that he's on. Maybe he's Wolverine. Probably, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's shot he's in the shoulder and fights well, shoots well. Yeah. No pain whatsoever. So, yeah, let's wrap this up. So, they revealed the, uh, the audio tape. And then it makes Red School space out. Yeah, he's like getting the bomb. Is the bomb is about to tick off? Yeah. There's a random- the longest bomb <laughs> countdown in the world. He threw a. He's got a a big grand piano up there. Yeah, which, in my opinion, even from a production standpoint and from like in the movie, must have been a fucking pain to get up. Oh there. yeah, like helicopter. Yeah, so that that's probably where, like a mill. Of this movie when is getting that fucking thing on, yeah. which that piano had like nothing to do with the movie. No, it was just, just no. There. It was a set piece. Yeah, it was it was uh, a holder for the bomb. Yeah, it, it doesn't where really he plays the song that his mom used to play for him to activate. Yeah, no, it's just it's just there. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I did enjoy was the Red Skull just randomly shooting in the air. Oh yeah, that was great. with the Uzi. I'm like, I like this Red Skull. That's yeah. that's where I'm like. I'm gonna just shoot randomly in the air. I not wanted, a, I not want, at my enemy. I wanted the rescal to win, just for him shooting in the air and just mouthing off. And so, the rescal gets killed. He gets thrown off. Yep. Uh, using the shield, which magically appears again. Again. Yep. Uh, it's that, that's a whole other character in itself, the magical shield. And then from there, the daughter dies, and then the American soldiers show up. Yep. Conveniently, then, conveniently, conveniently, the last minute. Nobody knows where they came from or how they got contact. Oh no, the president made a phone call. Yes, remember? Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, it's the president. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it was me either. Yeah, and it was quick. Yeah, how quick was that? Yeah, 
They were like, that, I don't know what base he was calling, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that base is still pretty far. Like, like 20 minutes? Yeah. And then from there, we get uh, Captain America standing there. He poses. Yeah. And then it cuts to a... Yeah, like no like end credit explanation. No. Just... No, the president... No, the, pre- the conversation that the president had with Captain America should have been saved for the end. Yeah. Saying, I, I want to thank you. Yeah, thank you for, you know, making me the president of the United and, States. And um, you saved my life when I was a kid and then showed him the picture. Yeah. And then it should have been a handshake and then him and Shannon walking off. Yeah. And I said, That's good booking right there. That, that would be better. That would be better. Not, he stands there and he turns into the comic book counterpart yep. and then the credits roll. <laughs> so um, the question is, this is a stupid question. Would you recommend this to anybody? I wouldn't. And like we were talking earlier before we started the recording, how the hell did this movie become a cult classic? I didn't even realize. And it. then just the fact that that information wise, Stan Lee, God rest his soul, I love you, man. But he even hugely endorsed this movie, huge, saying this is the perfect movie. The perfect movie. Yes. Granted, it was in the nineties and. Marvel wasn't doing well, so he must have really needed the paycheck. <laughs> they, 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 they must have said, we'll give you an extra 500 bucks if you say it's the perfect movie. Yeah. Endorse this movie so that we can make more money on yeah. it. Hey, if you say Excelsior, we'll give you a thousand. So, I would not recommend this movie. But, in the going against that, I would recommend it if you feel like the current Marvel movies are getting too long in the tooth, go watch this and then watch the current stuff, and you'll you'll be like, I read that they it, actually played this movie before they released Captain America: The First Avenger, like it had a re-release. Why would you torture people like that? I don't know, but what? Maybe they wanted to preempt people saying, maybe that's how they fooled everyone into <laughs> thinking that I enjoyed First Avenger. Yeah. But maybe they fooled everyone else by saying, at least it's not that piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, that, that's actually pretty smart booking. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back. Uh, do not watch Captain America 1990. Please don't. Unless... If you've already watched it, don't rewatch it. Yeah. If you want to watch it just to see where the, the very humble beginnings of Marvel's uh, move into, like, theatrical movies... Because they've done a lot of, like, made-for-TV movies. Yes, but like this, The Incredible Hulk. Yes. And Captain America 1970, they did two of them. Mm-hmm. They tried four. They tried Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, they tried Daredevil. Oh, man, Fantastic Four. Yeah. I've seen pictures. I haven't watched it, but I know that was a worse movie. That was a worse movie than its reboots. Oh, I really... The, the Roger Coleman one? I think so. The 1990... Yeah, like, the really That was actually one, one I was actually going to mention to you. But I thought Captain America would work good considering the current situation. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe next time I can get maybe I can get you and Mike to do uh, Fantastic Four. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just straight up. No, nope, nope. Anyway, so we'll be right back. Uh, I'm going to try and persuade him to do Fantastic Four, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, be back for plugs. Back. So yes, um, this is the plug portion of the podcast. 
So if you have it, uh, I know you have two black geeks. So I yes. wanted to, uh, we had Mike on last week and I kind of want you to give your perspective of the podcast because it is a two man podcast yes. and what he says may be different to what you think it is. Yes. Hence, uh, bringing you on today. Yes. So, so two black geeks is a podcast that we discuss wrestling, comics, uh, video games and other entertainment, uh, with Mike and I, Mike, Mike is the small, small, small. host yes. of, of the show. I'm everything. I don't know if Mike said anything. Mike is nothing <laughs> in the podcast. I do all the work. Uh, so we, we talk about current event. We talk about news events and that. Does Mike and, edit or is that you? Mike, what? Does Mike edit? Yeah. Yeah. So he, you don't do everything. No, I don't, Mike does all the editing. I'm already defending Mike, <laughs> but I know Mike's going to listen to this, and oh, he's he, going to hear me cut a promo on him. Yeah, he's probably going to hear the uh, you say the f word. Oh yeah, and, like, and Mike didn't cut it out. Yeah, because I'm the one editing. We we try to keep track of 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 everything. Yeah, geek. Yep. And we try to keep up there. We have discussions, yes. uh, conversations, and... Whatever's, like, current event or... Yeah, current events. And, or, or just what generally interests yeah. you. We're, we're going to do special trips as well. Oh, yeah. Do well, uh, you have a one in mind? We have a, a trip that, by the time this podcast plays, so the over the weekend, yep. uh, Mike and I uh, went to Fargo. North oh, Dakota. wow. Uh, in Fargo, they have this historical building that they uh, renovated into a brewery. Okay. And inside of the brewery where they serve beer and that is a arcade, retro oh. arcade. Oh, wow. So 60 arcades all over the place. Oh, you plug Jesus. in a quarter, play it. All the beers that are there are uh, are game-themed okay. uh, beers. So we're, we're literally going there just to drink oh. beers and play arcades from our childhood. Make sure you uh, send me a lot of pictures. We will have pictures. I, we're going to have uh, – we're going to do a podcast about it yeah. as well. I I love arcades. I miss yeah. them. Have you ever been to the Forks? Yeah, so like, I heard oh, the Forks has... They have like a phantom arcade. They, yeah. They only have like four or five arcade cabinets. Yeah. And quite a bit of pinball. Mm-hmm. But they have uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter. Nice. And uh, I believe Metal Slug. Nice. And uh, Dance Dance Revolution. But nice. I'm white. I can't dance. I have no <laughs> rhythm. Uh, so that's not for me. But when it comes to Street Fighter, I know my... Uh, oh, yeah. Button mashing. I'm... I, I, I'm less of a bone basher or more of a uh, special technique dude. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I'm just showing off. <laughs> I'm actually going to go back to Mortal Kombat 11 after this episode. Nice. So uh, I just complete the story mode. Very proud of myself. Look, unfortunately now we've got to wait four or five years to discover where they're going to go with it. So, oh, geez. Because they're probably going to do an Injustice 3 with that. Yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, thank you for being on the podcast, Thanks Corey. Thanks for having me. Um, you and Mike, are, next time I want to get you and Mike on together. Uh, I want to make sure the movie is extra special. Yeah. I, I keep saying Fantastic Four, but you keep saying no. It's, uh, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. I might try Mike. I just might have a lot of anger when I'm here doing the I, podcast. Just as you record it, as you watch it. Record what you're saying at, at your worst, <laughs> you, and I will splice it in. You might have to get like a a censor button. I don't need a censor button. I I said much worse. Uh, so what we could do is we could like splice in. So um, here's a voice clip, and then it's just you swearing like, "What scene was this?" <laughs> you just uh, you explaining why you're cursing. Yes. Um, I, that that movie is interesting because you've seen it. Um, I 
seen clips, but I know the background. Yeah. Uh, he was made to maintain the license. Oh, it was race. It was running out, and they decided, and they got the king of the cheap budget, mm-hmm. which was Roger Corman. Mm-hmm. And he can make movies for like a dollar mm-hmm. and make it look good. Uh, James Cameron has actually learned from this dude. Like, like James Cameron got his start from Roger Corman. Like a lot of people have come from Roger Corman. So I'll be interested to see where it goes. But the effects alone make me swear. <laughs> I when I see the thing, I swear. That's terrible. Yeah, terrible but, when I saw the pictures. But the thing is. I think it has the best Doctor Doom out of all the movies. Okay. It's not a big um, a reward, mm-hmm. but it's still the best, because considering the other two aren't that good either. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm going to give you my plug. So, uh, my Twitter is BeaverDoes. My Instagram is BeaverJMM. I'm on Patreon if you want to uh, donate to the podcast. Uh, we have a website, jaywalkersucks.com, after a friend of mine. <laughs> As Corey knows him, so uh, it's even funny. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, um, oh God, every time I mention it, I just can't stop laughing when I think about it. I like to troll him in real life, just because we're really close friends. And so I would just like do little things, and this is like me taking it to the next nice. step. Uh, he keeps saying, don't ruin anything else. I'm like, you're going to have to pay me. Pay I, and then I'll send him like my Patreon saying, hey, nice. donate and I'll stop. It's like a ransom now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, iTunes, Twitter, uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play. That's where you can listen to the podcast to subscribe. Uh, is Two Black Geeks on any of the ad- uh We are on SoundCloud. We are on Podbean. Uh, and we are on iTunes. Oh, you're on iTunes now? We're on iTunes. Fantastic. I remember talking to, when you did your first episode, I was like, adamant to Mike get on iTunes because mm-hmm. it just makes it so e- easier mm-hmm. I actually probably going to subscribe to you guys now because because for me I can't listen I don't I hate downloading podcasts off their own website mm-hmm. I prefer like an ag- aggravator like iTunes and Google Play mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier oh yeah for sure so anyway so that was Beaver Does Movies thank you for coming in again Corey no problem uh, we'll definitely have you down for uh, you and Mike Fantastic Four we're, we hope to have you as well on Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely, weeks. definitely. As soon as you guys uh, are ready for me. Done uh, deal. Uh, as soon as Mike is able to uh, edit enough so that he can <laughs> take out four fucks in a row, then we'll go for it. Yeah, so excellent. thank you very much, and uh, see you later, guys. <laughs>